If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Kneel down. Out here, just a little bit. Ooh, you better. Trip with the yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. Get off the cross, Anything you guys want me to know? About what? That would be in stuff I should know. You should know that Cash already started recording. I just started recording. Uh, 13, 14, 15. Save your 17 comments about Israel or race wars. Oh, there's stuff I want you to know about Israel. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was here. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Jonah Radio. Jonah is on assignment out in the wilds of America. I got a great road drop from Jonah this week. Yes, coming up on the show. He actually put some effort into it this yes time. he did he did a is it's like a it's like an npr story it's like sarah vowel going out in the woods with her <laughs> uh father to shoot shotguns guys my, where my pr heads at sarah vowel is the one who was the voice on inside out uh yeah yeah that's that's the same one she was a, she was uh the, the same sarah vowel or the same you do npr drops i i plug pixar wherever i can yeah nope that it's amazing the the circles there's a crossover in circles i'm here with neil mahoney that's me that's neil and with us uh frequent guest collaborator friend guy who brought the coffee (laughs) it's dave clock dave you you need to find the applause uh drop on there dave sitting in on drops here we go here's the applause button yep all right we got that in there Uh, Dave is not an Emmy-nominated editor. Uh, we are breaking our streak, but we could not get any emails back from Kelly Dixon and... I actually thought about give it Give me a third one. And, uh, and, uh, Kelly Devine. I got another one in mind, and I was like, oh, we could have made it three in a row. Yeah, well, the, that it's closer closest to a theme we've ever done. But also, he's super weird, and he probably wouldn't be a great guest. All right. Can't have three weird dudes on a podcast. <laughs> In a the voice of normality. Thanks for coming on, uh, Dave. You may know. Oh, what? I, There's I a tiny that. delay when you press it. Yeah. Um, the Dave, you may know from doing all every almost every uh, meltdown poster ever, um, and also from his rock and roll posteries. Uh, he's been doing a lot of those recently. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm gonna catch up. To my meltdown posters one day, yeah, and then not be known as the guy who did the meltdown poster. Oh, you, <laughs> you think that's what it's going to take? Is is how how many do you have to do? How many more do you have to do? It's like two hundred and forty. No, two hundred and forty. <laughs> oh, that's like a year. But you are yeah. <laughs> there is a book of your meltdown poster, so you need to get a rock and roll book going pretty quickly. Great. All right. Um, Thanks, Dad. Oh, <laughs> you know what you should do is hold on to some of those Metallica posters for Kurt Braunholer because he just opened up for them. Oh, really? Yeah. He opened like a, for them? He opened for Metallica, and they did like acoustic sets, telling stories, whatever, and Kurt opened up for them. Wow. I just looked at a bunch of pictures on, on Instagram, and I was like, oh, like I thought it was a bit. Like Leading up to it, I was like, oh, that's, that'd be... Like, yeah, Metallica the, wouldn't have a comedian open for them, but it was like... No, the, Jim Brewer opened the show that I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So it was a like, small venue. They did acoustic stuff. Whatever, uh, uh, 
and Kurt opened up for them and uh, he posted this picture that was just all of his friends going, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Just like Jonah, Eugene Merman. (laughs) He didn't (laughs) announce that he was going to do it? Well, he did, but people were like, "Ah, oh, it's Kurt." Dude. Yeah, it's it's from bit, the it's whatever, from the guy right? who and then, hired the skywriter and the guy who <laughs> yeah. had the L.A. River uh, float down. Yeah, like so, everyone's like, "Oh, it's just Kurt being Kurt." Yeah, and the then, boy uh, who cried comedy. <laughs> and then uh, it was like a picture of Metallica on stage, and then a picture like pictures with him with all of the guys from Metall- like the original guys. From I didn't go for a bit, the bassist, whoever the bassist is now. That guy's Trujillo. passed away, man. That's three bases to go. Oh, I was saying original members, and he's okay. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Uh, no, he's just with Kirk and um, the drummer and the yeah. other guy. Yeah, <laughs> James, James, Lars, Lars, and James. Uh, but yeah, it was pictures with him with all of them, and then that was the point where everyone was like, "Wait, that was real? That's what awesome." Those are those hooks I was talking about earlier. Yeah, 3M. Yeah, 3M, magnetic. 3M hooks. needs shout-outs like Pixar does. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. like NPR. Support your local station. Guys, Plug them. We oh, can't we talk never... about voting because this is going to come out the day after the election. So oh, no. This is either... <laughs> you should have voted. Solace or celebration. Either way, you probably shouldn't be listening. Um, oh, more isolated drum tracks. Who's this? This is still Rosanna by Toto, man. You know Charlie Fonville's thing? No. His daughter, whenever she cries, he puts on Rosanna by Toto, and 100% of the time, she stops crying. I should send him the isolated Jeff O'Kara drum track. I mean, who knows what reaction that'll get. Probably not as good as just not crying. That is a... That's 100% of what you're going for. Yeah. Like, so much more listenable than the song, though. It's just like, oh, it's so like soft and roomy, and I got a bunch of new ones too. Yeah, hey, That's I don't great. know if we can hear fan reaction, but hey, should we spend the next hour listening to Neil fiddle through his computer playing drum track for the third episode in a row? It's not that it's a music bed. Like we're still yeah, talking. yeah, it doesn't doesn't work though because you keep calling it attention. One hundred percent works. You guys keep talking about it. Well, it just you, happened. Well, you and well, yeah. I guess it might be you. A you also, to Dave, but um, don't hear it. I absolutely hear it. What are you talking about? But you don't hear it in relation to us. He's got. You headphones don't. On. You don't have headphones on. Well, you can mix it down. It's your fucking job. <laughs> well, but what my choice of mixing it down, which is what I just did, is just turning it off. Ah. So oh. you're playing it for yourself. Great. I'll still play it because I love it. And listening to it at a different time is not an option. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Dave, yeah. welcome back to the show. So what what has changed about us since the last time you were here? Oh, my God. Is there an actual answer here? I don't know. <laughs> There's a drop for that somewhere. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep, there we go. All right. Oh, that, that, second, that second one really actually sounds like... What's changed about us? I don't know. What it sounds you... like the title of a HBO sh- drama. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, what I call you when I... Uh, You've I'm, moved. I'm, I've moved, yes. Neil has a big You've honking moved. job. Yeah. I've moved. Yeah, you have. I got a big honking job. Mm-hmm. Got a big honking commute. Big mm-hmm. honking commute. 
Yeah, absolutely. I literally I I hung out with Katner for like two hours yesterday. Uh, uh, Ryan Katner, former guest, and uh, that's the. It might be the only conversation I've had in fifteen days outside of this podcast. It's really weird. I, I feel like we should start billing the podcast that this that way, where it's just exclusive. Neil speaks. <laughs> it's like the, it's the only time he speaks during the during the last two weeks. So therefore, it's precious, right? Yeah. Scarcity. I had yeah. I had to have a conversation at the grocery store yesterday, and I I started to talk, and I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, like, I haven't used, a bunch of moths flew out of your mouth. Yeah, I just haven't like. Well, it's like I'm alone in my car. For an hour plus, usually, sometimes shorter, depending on luck. I feel I feel like we should start taking advantage of that commute time. We'll do a live hour of power. Neil <laughs> takes your phone calls while he drives to work. That's great. Yeah, definitely yeah. be productive with it. You could listen to a book a week. I'm I'm burning he hates I'm burning reading. through. I I love listening to books on tape, but uh, prove it. I should. I I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and i got like a pretty good regimen of like mondays this tuesdays that. yeah but that, if a book if a if a book starts to get some momentum you could actually start to look forward to your commute yeah but it's not like i don't dread it or look forward to it it's just a huge amount of time yeah and uh and then i get to work and i go straight into my office which i'm alone in and then i manipulate people's interactions <laughs> for nine to 12 hours and then see this would be a great time we should write make a list one is the loneliest number drop for for whenever oh, neil's um, talks um michael penn did the score to that movie his wife did what? the cover of that song what the score to what are you movie? doing asmr stuff a little bit no that uh has heard through his beard magnolia well, one is the loneliest number is a song on its own yes it's a Roy Orbison song, I think. Is it? No. Man. No. It's Everybody funny. at home has more internet than we do, so you Wait. guys look it up. You got it. Oh, God. Top nope. right. Nope. Nope. Next nope. page. Next page. Motherfucking Google it, dog. There we there go. go. All right. Dave's <sighs> stepping in. See, this is... See, every every week we're experimenting with the form. First it was Chris. He brought his own drops. Then we we're just like, no, just give Dave, <laughs> Dave the access to the drops. And it's working. It's working. You guys, write in if it's not working. Oh, uh, we got a bunch of write-in stuff, too. We we'll, did, we'll although to I got to say, when we, we put out the call to action to ask questions, that is, don't, don't like it and not say anything. <laughs> like yeah. I, I get in all these notifications of people who are like, oh, they liked this thing. I was like, great, I can't wait to see their, their insightful questions that we asked for in the tweet. Nope, they just liked it. They just liked, I think, I think it was also the, in the call to action, you just asked for compliments for Dave. Also, yeah, I saw that. Well, that, no, that was said, that was a little know. weird. Oh, digital dead end. Are you a fan? <laughs> let us know. Let, are you, which I guess technically liking does. So we can just tell Dave that there's who a, liked it. Who yeah. liked it? The the thing is, is a in, guy from in, Poughkeepsie. In this, my uh, in my writing of that, I was like, well, that like a normal person would have something to say outside of just clicking a button. Yeah, like, but we don't. Oh, and we don't broadcast to those people. Well, no, like. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't necessarily looking for questions, but then all those just like likes started coming in. And yeah, I was like, a lot oh, of likes. No, no, like that. That's not what I was looking. Just for. Just imagine yeah. if this was the future and there were no likes on Twitter. 
Uh, That's the present for me. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> uh, buddy. Uh, I, in fact, I'm I'm gonna pull up some of some of Dave's. Oh, you want to do best spoonerisms of D plus celebrities? <laughs> uh, the the Dave Dave is one of the funniest men I, oh. I've ever met in my life. Thank you, Cash. He loves puns. He oh. he's he's a he's a guy who can love puns. And still be beloved by past guest Ben Acker, which is a real conundrum. It's a fine line. It really is. Dave can just enjoy, just with so much anticipation, he'll bring something to the table that's a pun that he worked out like three hours ago. And if Ben Acker is there, he'll hear it. And he'll have such the disappointed dad yep. look on his face. But, the, the, but, but complete with the like... Oh, I still, I still have to love him, so I do. <laughs> he, uh, he always gives me that forty-five degree head turn when I'm about to say something. He does that, <laughs> that like, what are you about to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. He so that, literally clocks you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he always, right as I'm about to say something, he he checks his exits. <laughs> right, just over the egress. wing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, but D- Dave Clock, but Dave Clock also. I think he's the person on Twitter that has made me groan out loud just <laughs> looking at my Twitter. I tweet like once a month. Yeah, that's also it. And it's usually like, ah, I wouldn't say usually, it's always from the toilet. All right, I'm just going to go with the pinned one. I just asked REM's manager, Michael, if I could be their new singer. And oddly, in third, the third person, he said, you're not Michael's type. Hell yeah! Yeah, that was that was from almost. It's almost a year ago that that you that you tweeted that. Um, Jeff Boldgloom, hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Said it in my head. Can't stop thinking about it. There's some very there's some there's some very good. Uh, there's this Metallica thing. Uh, Mayor Bud, no more horseplay. Mayor Bud, Mayor Bud. I I. I see. See what I'm saying, folks. You all groaned, but kind of, kind of had a smile on it. You all looked at your headphones with like a 45 degree angle. Dave, did you just go to Nashville? I did. What were you doing in Nashville? Hanging out with my dad and my brother. Nice. You go to Country Row. We might have. I didn't check a lot of street signs. I just followed the boots a clicking. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a hat? Spurs. Yo, I went to Broadway, which is their Hollywood Boulevard, mm-hmm. which is I think as that's detestable. Country Row, isn't it? Is that what they yeah, call Country I, Row? Yeah, I think so. I, I think Country Row actually might be the recording studio, also, but it's a, okay. the, the same thing. I said something the other day. This is a very hyper LA thing. We were on Glendale Boulevard. No, no, no Brand. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know if this is a sign I saw somewhere. I feel like you guys would be the authority on this. Do they call that with all the uh, dealerships? Do they call that Avenue of the Cars? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was no, like, there's I that think... one there, and there's another one in the valley. I, they, okay. they have they have called it Avenue of the the Cars. I thought it was the brand Auto Mile, though. Because yeah, Auto that's Mile. the brand Auto Mile. You're yeah. right. You're well, right. Avenue of the Cars is in North Avenue North. of the Cars is in like Reseda or something. I want to. Can I do a quick tour of tweets that have zero likes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, let's play a song and then we'll come back. To no, it. Uh, okay, but I, I want to make this a roundtable. I, I, I want to. Uh, let's go around. <laughs> no, all my tweets have zero likes. That's not. Uh, the, this is in quotes. Atticus Pinch. <laughs> That's Truman Capote chasing Harper Lee during one of his more confusing phases. What's all right? Song, Neil? The zero likes. Yeah. yeah with, 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 uh, what are we playing here? Um. Let's see. I don't have like a. Oh, also, this is Cold Listen Sunday. <laughs> 
I didn't listen to any of these. It's literally the only things we got in this week. Okay. So we're just going, we're going raw dog. Wait, I got, how about Smoking in the Goy's Room by Motley Jew? What's a Goy's Room? Goy, like Goyam. No, I I get, I like, I I know what a Goy is and I know what a boy's room is. A segregated bathroom uh, based on religion alone. Okay, so so there's like a... like a alternate universe thing we got to get into before we can finally get. Well, through I think that. segregated by religion is something that we might be coming towards. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We just got to look in the future. I don't know a little if bit. we're even coming towards that. I'm sure there's places in the world where. Yeah, I think by Wednesday though we could have it domestically. <laughs> well, this comes out on Wednesday, so hey, hey. look around. <laughs> what okay, do we got, Neil. Um, so uh, we got an email from the One Hundred Oneers. Um, it's Chris from Nardonic Distress. Uh, good seeing you tonight. I didn't see him. You probably saw Jonah yeah. Friday. Um, here's the current band I'm in. We're called the 101ers. 131ers, sorry. Oh, that's different. 131ers. Oh, is it, that's not some sort of code for something, is it? I hope not. I bet to them it is. Well, yeah, but... <clears throat> like, it's probably... I'm going to guess it's like a, like, a, like a route or a freeway or a highway. Mm-hmm. Or maybe uh, they all could do the same amount of push-ups or something. That's probably it. <laughs> Uh, one of them could do one, the other one could do three, the other could do one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't want to underestimate these guys' <laughs> ability at the combine. But uh, uh, here's the current band I'm in. We're called the One Three Oneers. Uh, not really sh- sure which song you might like. So here's a couple songs. Here's a couple options. Uh, we would love to know what you think. They're all pretty different, but hopefully there's something in your, there you like. I took the first one. Because. <laughs> This is Cold Listen Sunday, Wednesday, Wednesday, whatever.
Yeah, it did. Yeah. You started it over. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, I think you need to open a booth. At, I've been going to a lot of beer fests and stuff like that. And there's a lot of, like, tank tops. Uh, one of the big sellers in the last couple of weeks was I'm Only Here for the Booze. And it's a picture of a ghost. And it's oh, booze. God. Um, <laughs> I couldn't imagine being the guy who makes it or the person who buys it. Uh, I can't imagine being the guy that the person that bought it before they went to the booze festival. <laughs> right. I oh, guess no, they go a to lot. a lot of booze yes. festivals. Yes. Uh, oh, shit. I have, That's a person I have who some likes pictures. Let me read some of these. Shopping. <laughs> yeah, buying like stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's beer. The, the, there's an entire, not, not just one line, but there's an entire industry devoted to being the tank top that the whiny, the woman who drinks a lot of wine wears when she drinks a lot of wine on the oh, weekends. Oh, you know where I was? Nashville, where if you're not wearing yes. a shirt you would, you know, Western wear, you're wearing a bedazzled tank top with a cursive slogan that Oof. says like, I don't know, it's always wine o'clock somewhere or something. Because it's the bachelorette capital of the world. It is, yeah. And you like you they, notice that on the mean? plane. Bachelorette party capital of the world. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking like it was like, oh, the, they, uh, the, all of the bachelorettes come from. Did you turn it. Michael Jackson beat it isolated Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, all the I'm, way down? Uh, it's barely there, but... Just keep it barely there. That's what it's supposed to be. It's Dude, they're, they're going to start scanning these, these things. They're not, because it's going to be all fucked up because we're talking over it. And... I got it off of YouTube. So if you got a it problem does, with us, matter. go to YouTube. I, like you're talking to the lawyers. Yeah, uh, I'm making my case right now. Yeah, but that it doesn't work. Um, Don't these drums sound fucking weird? Yeah, they're like super gated and like. Seriously, dude, you got to come up with a better better bit than just playing drums. It's not bed. a bit. I just, well, then what is it? Well, we don't have like a music bed. No, we don't. We never have. I know, but like, what podcast does? Best show with Tom Sharpling. A radio uh, show? Yeah. With a license? Lots of them. But the, I can know? just do my Robert Krolwich impression until yeah. the end of this show. Uh, I can also do my Jad Abumrad impression. That that will get a suit. Thing. That will get a suit. See if you want Wait, to really? Anything? Impressions? No. <laughs> they just had, by they, <laughs> just say they. Doughboys had Kevin Pollack. And oh, he really? did He did his walking impression. And on a podcast, it literally just they seemed... They got him to do his walk-in impression? It's, it's, like, it's like they cut Scott walking in. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And I, then Mitch interrupted him to do his George Bush impression. <laughs> and it was one of the dumbest moments ever. What is Mitch? Like, he's just going, hey, guess what? I'm here too. <laughs> I guess that's his... <laughs> it's like, oh, George oh, Bush is here. Record scratch. <laughs> This has been another edition of Podcasts on Podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like anyone only listens to one. Well, no, I always do it. And I talk about other music podcasts and how much better they are. Yeah. Um, uh, should we check in with Jonah on the road? The sure. road? Jonah Rodeo. Jonah Rodeo. Love that. That's some of the kind of puns you can get by following <laughs> At K-Man Worldwide. I bet you want wonder how bad it is when you're reading it and not hearing it. It's, <laughs> it's, very, it's very similar. Uh, if you don't laugh, it's because you didn't read it right. That's the rule. <laughs> it's uh, hilarious. Okay, I'm going to try to do this a little bit cleaner this time. Double click. Didn't work. Fucker. Oh, there we go. All right, so I'm here with uh, Drew 
Mercadante? Correct. Um, and he just told me he doesn't listen to Jonah Radio, and, <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. Um, to be fair, I don't listen to any podcast at all. Yeah, that's. I don't really listen to podcasts either. Okay. Lean in on this. Lean in on this. Uh, we are in Houston at a college, University of Houston. Something like that. Yeah. Have you been here before? No, I haven't been to Houston. I haven't been to Texas at all, actually, before. All right, we're going to give you a little background on who you are. Okay. You are the um, uh, wait, the video effects, the visual. What is your job on this tour? Uh, I know what you do, but I don't know how to describe it. I'm what uh, I'm a video production guy. In, a, in our field, it would be called a V1, meaning lead video engineer. So I'm the guy that plugs all the screens in. Uh, I set up the cameras. I do the green screen. And I make sure that everything works well so that the show goes well, pretty Great. much. And yeah, so and all the video stuff that happens on the Mystery Science Theater Tour, you know, the all the shit that we have. We have tons of shit going yeah. on, you know, like screens in the back so we can keep up with the riffing on the movie, the time code, right. different, you know, feed going out to the audience, weird projection. This, yeah, this tour, I, I wouldn't... I don't know what the job title would be other than Mystery Science Video Guy. Yeah. this is not a normal job and what do you like normally you do like like you talked about how you do like uh, stadium stuff sometimes yeah i do um i typically do a lot of like led screens uh so video walls for large concerts and i do video directing for that look at this look, you but, gotta so, get on this thing man <laughs> sorry so basically what i usually do is i'll roll into whatever concert it is that day a lot of times in philly where i live i do like the local support stuff so a really large, like Imagine Dragons or like Leonard Skinner or any of those. What's the biggest acts. act you've ever done? Um, I don't know. I've done. You said the like, biggest one of the biggest shows you ever did was like a thirty-hour, like shift you had, uh, where it was like yeah, an Indian was, consulate or something like that. That was like the worst show I've ever done. That was like some Indian holy dignitary guy. Uh, that was like definitely the longest shift I've ever done. I worked thirty hours straight, but uh. The biggest artist, I, I don't know, we did a lot of big ones this summer. We did like the Chainsmokers and Leonard Skinner. And I did the Chainsmokers, I don't think I'm familiar with that. They they wrote like a lot of really terrible pop songs that are on the radio now. They like, really suck, but they are really big. Like um, are they, like pop, like as in like, like it's like pop music? It's like pop, pop EDM oh, okay. like, crossover. So it's, you know that song like Closer or like the... the I only know the Nine Inch Nails version. Right, so not that one. Yeah, okay. They, they did a song with like Coldplay. They okay. do like... They're like the Dane Cook of EDM. <laughs> it's like the hackiest bullshit that you could possibly yeah. be, but it also, it's within huge. that, appeals to like the widest possible audience. Yes, of course. So, yeah. And, and so know. this is the stuff you've been doing the past how long? Uh, I've been doing this professionally for like five years. I've kind of been doing it like since growing up because I was always the guy in bands that would like be a little more tech savvy so and yeah. i would be the one with a little more initiative usually that would be like all right well let's record our stuff we don't have any money to hire a recording engineers so we're just going to figure it out like, diy aesthetic yeah exactly. yeah and so and what like what kind of bands were you in because you grew up in jersey yeah i grew up playing in like early on because i started playing my first band on us when i was nine years old with my brother and a kid across the street so like pop punk stuff that nine-year-olds would listen to yeah and then um as I got older, I got more into like technical guitar playing. So my band in high school was a lot like a 
minus the berry type deal. Nice. So that kind of like prog rock nerdy shit. Yeah. Technical yeah. stuff. Minus the bear uh, at the drive-in Mars Volta. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. Ma- math rocky, yeah. weird, progressive, time signature changes, that kind of shit. Neil Mahoney, who is a co-host uh, on this podcast, for, uh, like would, uh, he, he's a big math rock guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, the yeah. Oxes, uh, he really loves. I'm trying to think of other, other like, I th- the fucking Champs is probably, they're yeah. more like guitar metal, like, stuff, but, like, yeah. I love their time signatures so much. Yeah, that's, I'm still into a lot of that stuff. There's, like, a band from uh, Ireland that I'm really into called And So I Watch You From Afar, and it's just, like... That's a great name. It's, I know, it's weird, but it's, like, they're, like, explosions in the sky, just, like, chugged a Red Bull, and it just was, like, <laughs> it's, like... If, yeah, I don't know. They're hard to describe, but they're fucking badass. So you start getting into more of the like, just like yeah, the... just riffy, like challenging stuff. Yeah, any anything that was like, I would just like sit in my room like all day. Like when I, like when I was thirteen, I taught myself how to play the solo from like Angel of Death and One by Metallica. Jesus, and that kind of shit, which is part of why I'm like half deaf now because I spent most of my adolescence like standing right next to a half stack, just blaring it in my house. Yeah, yeah. But I um... luckily my parents were cool and let it go. So. Yeah, my parents the same thing. Where it's like, in a, yeah. uh, and I'm pretty much deaf because of just playing drums without right. any protection. Yeah, that's how it goes. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You don't need to, you know, as my uh, my uncle Howard Kramer would say, he, he's living the plug life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he purposely walks around with earplugs in all day. So I mean, you don't have to hear most of what's going on in the world. It's you, uh, you might be better off if you don't. You it's, it's a loud world out there. It and is. This is this is a good time because you you just said like your uncle is a former is an old friend of mine and and yeah. Cash and Neils. And uh, it's like he's one of my favorite comics. We've had him on this this show before. But your, uh, cool. your uncle's Howard Kramer. Yeah, that's that's my uncle. He's Dude, my Dragon Boy Suede is your uncle. He is. I actually one of my fondest memories of growing up was when I was thirteen. He uh, filmed his Comedy Central special in New York. So he brought out. Uh, it was like me and my two best friends that were in my band at the time. My little brother who was like nine, probably. Yeah, if I was yeah if I was thirteen, Eric was nine. Uh, my parents and my grandma came out to see him, wow. and he was singing songs like uh, "Nut Valet," yeah. which is uh, a classic, a classic tune <laughs> about uh, you know when you're getting blown by two chicks at once. <laughs> the the Nut Valet would be the uh, the dedicated scrot. Something that makes you go. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, we, should, we was, should play that song. We'll play that song sweet. for the audience. Yeah. Yeah. which was very funny because he's always like, "How's like the best?" But obviously, he was like wanting to include family but at the yeah. same time very <laughs> self-conscious about how it was so yeah was he like, doesn't want to bust into it was like what does street legal mean yeah. <laughs> but our, our family's cool yeah and so uh so, so you're um so you're playing in bands and like uh and then like it's like you're what at what age you're like it's like i'm gonna kind of make a go at this uh from when i was a kid i was always like until like maybe four years ago i was really like even like when i was doing this shit I was like, oh, this is just my day job until like my music career takes off. Yeah, yeah. Like I was very, uh, I really thought I was like a rock star. And what was uh, you? Uh, this is what, something you mentioned to me like funny. early on when you were like, and then like you just you like you partied like a rock star, and then <laughs> uh, much. and then like I, I'm I like the every I'm I'm like the exact epitome of like what would happen if some idiot from New Jersey got like <laughs> way too much power to like. <laughs> I I got got in the door because I I am musically talented and I'm smart enough to talk my way into stuff, but then I just do what any asshole would do if like I'm you know I'm like good enough to get myself in the door and then completely embarrass myself till I get kicked back out. <laughs> so uh, I've gotten a little bit better as I get older. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got to college, didn't have enough 
room to rehearse a band and also had gotten really into Justice and Daft Punk that same year. Oh, yeah. So I got into, uh, and it was college, and like I said, I'm an idiot from New Jersey, so I was trying to get laid. Yeah, and I was like, DJing, this that, seems like a good thing. It seems like a nice cross-section of all of my interests, which yeah. are drinking beer and playing music <laughs> and getting laid. So I got into DJing. Uh, I, I should note, I wasn't like a DJ DJ like I, I wrote all my own electronic music and when I played out I only played my own stuff so oh, wow. I was trying to do I was basically just trying to act like I was in a band but doing it with like a laptop and I would play like live guitar and stuff a lot with it so nice. as it was it was as undouchey as EDM can be but yeah, it was, it was yeah, still yeah. pretty douchey um, and then I got signed to a record label in Philly was like skipping class like all the time we were throwing raves which I was also like we would like throw the raves I'd work like as the sound guy and set all that up then also DJ and I'd also be like putting putting money into it a lot of times oh, to like shoot. do the party so I'd walk out at like 19 years old I'd walk out of like a warehouse at like 6am with like several thousand dollars in my pocket for, like during a party and just being like completely irresponsible <laughs> and yeah. moronic so um yeah, I partied way too hard, <laughs> and uh, that's why I'm 27 years old, and I'm probably biologically like 50. But uh, <laughs> the old, old Merc ain't gonna last too much longer, guys. So this, yeah. might, this might be the final interview. But uh, yeah, you are younger than I thought you were. Uh, yeah, just moments ago. Yeah, I uh, I don't look so good for my age, but <laughs> I'm uh, I'm aware of it. But uh, yeah, so. that that was something you kind of mentioned about your family uh, and something, or maybe it's a Jersey thing. But you said like um, it's like the uh, there's a there's kind of a thing where you kind of you, you people in your family kind of get in the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's an issue. It's a, <laughs> we're all very high mileage people, as Rebecca, one of the other cast members on yeah. MST3K. I, I never had heard that. I mean, obviously I'd heard of high mileage, but I'd never heard that in reference to like how a person lives their life. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that's what I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very high mileage. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> so funny. It's a. Uh, you know, I remember like a friend of mine, he was talking about uh, like he would do a lot of cocaine and like yeah. when he was partying and then like um, his dad like kind of knew and then his dad was like, uh, he, he, he was just kind of, he's, he's like, you know, live your life how you want to. Just know that there you have only so many heartbeats. Right. And like, yeah. it's like you can speed up that process if you want or you can kind of slow it down. Yeah, I have like all kinds of crazy stuff on the other side of my family with like every possible thing that you can do i've seen it play out and yeah. i see where it goes so like luckily i had enough sense from growing up kind of to know exactly how far i could push it without like completely just ending up on the streets yeah but uh but now like you like you do big shows you're like you know this tour yeah, you're, you're, I, I turned it around pretty good yeah um, but uh yeah i mean i just basically what happened was i just i drank myself out of favor <laughs> with uh, being a rock star and uh, gained like 50 pounds, which I still have never really taken off. And uh, went from being this uh, cute skinny kid from Jersey that was like doing all these big things to just being like a bloated John Belushi type character <laughs> in like, by the time I was like 21. I was, by the time I was 21, I was washed already up like at 21. washed up, yeah. Oh, wow. And then I was about to graduate college and I was like, well fuck, I gotta, I gotta figure something out. So uh, I ended up doing this stuff after a couple of years of kind of milling around, trying to figure just shit out. Just going on tour, doing tech stuff, road No, this stuff. is actually my first tour. I oh, just didn't, okay. I well, haven't told you guys that. No, no, no. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, I know my shit, but, yeah, but I didn't want to say that earlier in the tour. <laughs> yeah, but you can also, you're controlling. You know, like, right, it's like, yeah. you know, like for people that don't really know, you know, our road guys, it's not like, you know, it's like they bring in stuff, but like they have to basically become uh, like mini bosses when they show up to 
like a theater or a venue that we're at, right? right? And then you just kind of all of a sudden you get these employees that you have to tell what to do and right. have, as, hook you, up all this complicated shit. Yeah, that you've never met of extremely varying skill levels. Yes, um, some of them are union guys that like yeah, kind yeah. Of are a little lazy. Some of them are motivated and excited. Yeah, sometimes it's it's you, you usually get one bad thing and like two good things. It's like union guys know what they're doing and they work hard, but they're also they talk a lot of shit constantly, mm-hmm. like at you to your face, yeah. just <laughs> insulting you at every level. Um, then you get people that are nice but have no idea what they're doing and need to have their hand held the entire time. And then you get people that do both sometimes and are just really mean and also really bad at their jobs. And you just, you know, you just got to remind yourself that it's, this is the life that you chose. That's and you true. just got to enjoy it and live nice. it up. Yeah. Get through it. But, uh, uh, yeah. So what's a, if we were to play like one of your songs, um, uh, which one, like which era would you pick and like uh, uh, and tell us a little bit about it? I would do... The song Reclaimer off the EP, the same title that I put out in like 2014, I think. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll send you the sound yeah, if and you I'll want it to the boys. Um, yeah, it's like, because the song's like seven minutes, but there's like a good part at the end of seven it. Seven minutes? Much. Yeah, don't play that. Don't, don't play the whole song. I just mean play like, I'll send you the sound bite. Like, like, like a minute. Do you have that. a Well, it's your favorite song. We can put this at the end if you want. We can uh, like end out the episode. You don't have to play time. the whole song. Just, the whole song's not even that good. Just one part's pretty good. Well, then fucking uh, edit out the one part you like. And that's, that's what I'm going to say. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's a good representation of like, it's, All the you stuff know, you did. Yeah, it's like got some electronic stuff but that's mostly like a guitar track and live drums and it's like pretty like kind of like metal and like techie and it's it's, it sounds like it it almost sounds more like a song that my band would have done in high school versus like out of that electronic part of my career oh interesting um so yeah that was like that was like right before i kind of hung it up and i was like i'm done doing this i'm just gonna like focus on my work and stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah, I think that was one of the better ones. So, awesome. Yeah, I, I can send you cool. a sound. So it's called Reclaimer? Yeah. And it's off the... Reclaimer EP. Reclaimer EP. All right, well, Drew Mercadante, thank you so much for joining yeah, us you on for John Radio. Me. And uh, yeah, here's that song. See you later, guys. Thanks for... Uh, oh, yeah, we're in Houston. And then, actually, this is coming out next week. I don't know. Come and check us out on tour. Bye. <laughs>
Dragon Boy Sweet. I met a couple girls, one was not, one was not. This situation seems to happen quite a lot. I bet you think I wanna bounce with the one that's fine. I bet you think I wanna get it or leave this game. I know it's enough, y'all. There's another way to do it. I'll lay it down for you and y'all can go to it. There's no need to ditch up the team to bring them back. Invite her along to be a nut ballet. A nut ballet, what's that you say? But something that'll make you go. Like a servant, kinda like a maid that performs a certain function while you're getting laid. To attend to the nuts, to attend to the snow. Cause it just stay right to leave them boys alone. So put her on the ones and twos, kinda like a DJ. Won't you be my nut valet? <laughs> Participate while I bang your friend It's the nice day's work It's a worthy task Can you have a great view Back there by my ass Has That'll be a detail, baby That'll be a station, baby While me and your friend, baby Have intended relations You'll be doing her a favor Cause it has to my violation Can't you see the deception To be a win-win situation Besides, I feel bad Leaving you here at the bar And besides, y'all probably came In the same car I know you want me for yourself But since that ain't gonna happen Let your fingers do the walking And tickling and tiling And I'm the ones and twos Kinda like a DJ He gave you the the alert that there was five seconds left in the song. And then uh, we turned it off because we don't want that round here. <laughs> we don't clean up this place as it is. If it got sticky, it'd just yeah, get terrible. That was uh, uncle of interview subject, uh, Drew Mercandante, Dragon Boy, Wade Howard Kramer, past guest, future king. That was great. That was like a almost a full 20 minutes that we didn't have to make up some bullshit. You really got to stop giving so many hints about how little you care like you could you could you could just not say how little you care and it hey, just go past you calling that? him a not say <laughs> not say uh how about that bomb drop i'm now co-host boom i think i think that got i, I think that got litigated a while neil's ago. doing the american dream over here he's admitting he doesn't care and then he's extremely proud about his new <laughs> his new role <laughs> like, i got promoted yo like in my in my day-to-day life i'm a union craftsman i'm fighting for fucking meal penalties and bullshit like that and then and the thing that i care the least about i keep getting promotions speaking of that chinese restaurant last week it gave me a real meal penalty i was in the bathroom <laughs> for a while a while oh boy oh boy all right can you believe we all did push-ups and sit-ups during that interim? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I can believe We're all it. super healthy. No one was just staring at their phone. <laughs> all right. We put out a call to action. A lot of you liked it, uh, which is fucking great. En- enjoy. Uh, that's great. 
Uh, we're going to go Wait, through. What are, we, what are you saying? I'm saying that you put out a thing that said, if you like Dave, tell us. And um, yeah, I c- Tim Drake wrote in and said, I love Dave's art. I still need to frame the rest of my Meltdown posters. I need to order a few more from him as well. So look out for that guy coming to. He, he likes you. Nice. Yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody liked that tweet. <laughs> nice. Uh, Manolo Pirolo Captain Delanordo <laughs> yeah. says, I love his art. I bought one of the Meltdown posters, and he sent me three other super cool posters. So there's somebody else that likes you. Yeah, I'm bad don't, at don't expect that, everybody. <laughs> and then somebody, somebody just wrote, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I am a fan. Dan Byerly asked, Dave has been working for a lot of great bands Co-host lately. Co-host Dan Byerly. <laughs> He's the <laughs> only guy that has been consistently past, tweeting at us since can't, You can't get promoted and promote people to your same level. That, no, doesn't no, no. Work. that doesn't work in the organizational structure. Now co-host Dan Byerly. Oh, okay. Not a stockbroker. Any stories of cool interactions with the bands you've been working for, Dave? Is he really a stockbroker? No, uh, Matt Gorley made a joke about his last name saying Byerly. Byerly. Oh, Amazing. you love that. That's so good. <laughs> I mean, it starts at a solid B just hearing it came from Matt Gorley. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you don't really work with the bands, do you? you just nope. Nope. Kind of the manager? management. Uh, the only band I think in the last two years I've worked for mm-hmm. is Sleep. Oh, okay. And I've got yeah. another series of posters coming out for Sleep where I get... I, I wish I could just frame the emails or actually just print the emails as the poster. You could. Can I read here? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. This, uh, is, this is literally exactly what he's asking for. This is perfect. And Sleep, if you don't know, they're like a stoner rock band. They invented stoner rock. Yeah, they're drony, very like, all right, let's get through this 400-mile drive through the desert without a, well, I guess Sleep as a name of a band would probably be counteractive to the right, point driving. of like, it's just droney and, and kind of melodic. And they're almost like, uh, they love weed. Yeah. They write songs on weed for the listening experience on weed. Oh, right. Okay. So that you'll blink and four hours have gone by. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, they asked me to do a tour poster and I couldn't do it. Dan McCarthy's doing it. Yes. Never uh, guest of the show. Dan McCarthy, childhood friend of mine. Uh, so they love weed mm-hmm. and fantasy stuff, and they give me ideas for posters mm-hmm. because they're the best ideas. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. <laughs> this is just off the top, an O House triple beam scale. Do you know what that is? Yeah. An O House triple beam scale looks like the USS Enterprise in space. Different steamroller pipes, regular pipes, proto pipes, as various vessels, crafts in a fleet with hash steroids. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then the shrugging shoulders emoji, maybe, in orbit formation around Lomia Planetet. Plantet. So he has a Pacific. And then the email derails into him going, check this out. It's every issue of astonishing, astounding science fiction in PDF. Oh, wow. These covers are incredible. And that's it. That's some amazing... So that's not what you did? Oh, and then I asked what Dan was doing, and he said he's doing a similar print... It's the Sphinx Observatory, but the entire observatory is a bong. The telescope arm is smoke tube up to the night sky. <laughs> this is the, the, this is literally like dudes are like, 
Um, I I want a really good notebook drawing from ninth grade health class or something like that. Yeah, but like you know, it's like listen, we do this as professionals now. Let's hire artists to make these ideas done like we want them. Yeah, it's inspiring. It's like it's not like they're like listen, let's just make stuff that sells. They're like fuck that. I've wanted to see this idea I had in ninth grade (laughs) my whole life. Yeah, my favorite thing in the world in work that I do is like people who before the shit gets to me, you've made a decision. Like mm-hmm. you have an idea or something and then I'm like, oh, I can help you make that. But like, yeah, that's fucking so, it's not exactly, I wouldn't say it's specific, but it's just like, here are the pieces. Right. Figure out where you want that to go and not like, you know, the kind of, bullshit i'm sure you always get where it's like can the blue be a more bluer right or like whatever you know that kind of thing but like i love that they kick it to you like so like here are the pieces just just you figure it out but like i trust you i know you do what you do but here are the uh uh, building blocks of uh the thing that we want yeah fictional girlfriend asks how do art good (laughs) everyone else do art worse my art not good yet andy nguyen says his Nguyen, come on you know how to pronounce vietnamese names nguyen nguyen no uh his posters are amazing and a mark amazing time in time for live comedy in la glad i got to go see go to one before everyone got too famous to do shows for like five dollars it's really not the ticket price. Oh, no, they were pretty kick-ass until the end. They started great and ended great. Yep. Yeah. I was just, uh, I just moved, so I was going through my stack of posters and picked out the three that I'm going to put up in my three of... So oh, no, I think I have like 150 or so. Whoa. Really? Yeah, I have a lot of them. I also have Sounds multiples like of that. stealing them. <laughs> I, you know, I hey, help sell Hey, at this point them. in my life, cool. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, I got the the haircut and glasses one. I got the. Did you do the hand stamp one? Yeah, that that was your illustration. Yeah, that the print on that is amazing. What, what kind of I print? did the print too. Yeah, um, and then the uh, the empty showroom one, the the death of. Mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that was a hard choice because uh, like the the blocks uh, the the ducks one was that the hundred hundred ducks Matt Gauntlet's idea. Shout out to Matt Gauntlet. Oh, I, that was great. Every time I need an idea, I go to Matt Gauntlet. He, it, it was a poster. It was an oversized poster, too. It was bigger than, yeah. than most of the normal ones. I and called him up. I said, different. Matt, it's the 100th Meltdown show. What should, the, what should I do? And he went, 100 ducks. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just heard, click. Yeah. Matt? Matt? Uh, Matt? Matt? There? That's oh, he, he's, he's got a room full of phones that people just call him for ideas. <laughs> his, well, his number one. Sorry, I got to get back he, to CBS. Oh. Every single idea he starts after that, every idea I ask him for is, oh, you just have a melting popsicle and it spells out the band name. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what genre, anything. Uh, hey, it's, uh, it's some kind of like goth rapper. Yeah, it's like a popsicle and it spells out his name. <laughs> Um, yeah, what else? What, what else did I go through? I found the the I have the green beer print from from like the first, like, yeah, the, like the, maybe literally the fourth. I think show. I think I think I'm pretty solid through the first twenty. I wow. have all those. Jeez, um, but the I'm I can't afford to frame them all. Um, right. So I'm I'm just framing a few. But um, those. Because also the 
early ones were like kind of a weird they size. Were, yeah, 11 they, by 19 because I, I literally just held my hands out and I was like, this seems like a good size and I measured the distance between my <laughs> yeah. hands. Not or, thinking like, people might want to save these. Why oh, would I have You're going to have to custom that. frame them. Right. Oh, the, the mustache one, which is also a very early one. It's like it's a sideways one. Yeah. yeah, it's like a sideways one. That is the most unconventional size for anything. Yeah. And like, it's, I heard that that was the one that almost got me asked to not do them anymore. Really? Really? Because they thought I was poking fun at, like, ironic hipster stuff. Oh. Really? Yeah. I you never knew like there was any uh, time of disc- Discord. I think that was it. It was a murmuring at best. Yeah. You know what I, What else I found when I was going through that stuff was Mike Henry's Meltdown poster. I found the original in my garage a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's a, what, a six-panel comic strip? You bet. For, was it Cursing Deer? Is that the is that it? Is Wolf. Is Cursing Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, but that, that one that one was really cool. I think it's called Swear Wolf. Swear Wolf. I'm thinking about puns. That would make sense because there's, yeah. Um, does, that, does that pre-exist? So what we do in the showers? No. Oh, okay. Wait, maybe. The mustache? No, it's from werewolves. It was from summer of 2016. Yeah. So no. But I think it, it, it's his wolf character that he he's, Yeah, he's done that wolf forever. And yeah, he's in the wolf forever, but in... So what we do in the shadows has... Right. What, are we swearwolves? Called, yeah. Right. Werewolves called swearwolves. The, um, I went... I had to go to the old G4E building for something when, uh, about a year ago. And I walked in, and Mike used to work there when it was, I think it was a soup or maybe some before G4, before, yeah. Um, but he hadn't worked there in like five or six years. And I walk into the security desk and I was like, I got to go up to the third floor. And they're like, okay, we'll buzz you. And he goes over to press the, the button to buzz it. And right underneath it is a picture, is one of Mike's wolves oh, that they great. found when they were cleaning out the place. And every, <laughs> the security staff was like, yeah, we, we loved it. We, like, we, we find these every once in a while. And I was like, I know the dude who does those. <laughs> he left them around like little. Uh, yeah, like, they're like on post. You said that's Banksy, right? <laughs> he's Spanksy. Spanksy. Yeah, that's Spanksy. And he's available as a, a comedy writer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andy Nguyen also asked us to do an episode about entire movie soundtracks by one band. Half Nelson and Rocket Science are my picks. Lady Hawk 2. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen Lady Hawk 2. I've or never Lady s- Hawk 1. I, uh, I don't think I've seen any of those movies. If you um, want to hear a great interview with a music supervisor for films, uh, there's a podcast called Sound Opinions on uh, WBEZ as distributed by Public Radio. Uh, they did one recently, and uh, I listened to it, and I reconsidered all of my choices for the music that I pick for TV shows. Um, the uh, past guest, Chris McCaleb, actually has the music supervisor for Better Call Saul, uh, who who does quite a bit. Oh, Jesus Christ! Has a, but the the pigtails that you've put in your hair. Um, I was waiting for a big reveal, but my really, hat fell off on its own. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> looking at the ground, so I don't know they did that to your hair. Um, Ken Edwards uses this time to plug his band. Ken, Solid. we played. We, we've, we've played enough of your your music. Um, Play some Ken Andrews. Uh, I ask, where should we get dinner? Um, we had that discussion <laughs> off yesterday. Oh, yeah. Cash Hartzell asks. Uh, Stephen Lucas says, "I happen to be a fan of Dave Clock. Please happen tell him. to be." He happens to be a fan of Dave Clock. Steven Lucas is a fan of yours. You know, Don't Steve? undermine your What's own What's up, sentiment. Steve? Steve, you should just say, I am. He's from Roseville, California. It's right by where my mom grew up. Um, 
Everybody's oh. dad asks, how likely is Joner Radio live at the fest? Uh, it was last week, so. Very. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, maybe next year. Where? Where? It's in Florida? Yeah. It's Jacksonville. Florida. Yeah. Gainesville. Gainesville. I'm so sorry, Gainesville. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. We, we could try for it. I've been a bunch. It's the best. Yeah, that's um, up to Maybe Jonah. we'll take Dave. It's the best time you can have in 100% humidity surrounded by nothing but short yeah, shorts. Yeah, that was my apprehension. I was like, Florida won. Sorry, not a fan. <laughs> my it's, mom spends the winter there every year, and she invites me there. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. working too hard. Or, no, oh, yeah, got to find a job. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got Each time he does that, he's, do. Neil is sitting on something. Yeah, he's he's been getting up and sitting down <laughs> yeah. a lot. Um, Aldrin says, a Cornejo says, Dave yeah, knows I'm a big fan. Hey, Aldrin. Yeah, he's you like can tell Dave him Pop. again if you like. And then let's look at how many people have liked this. Remember, Cash, no one can see the actual numbers if you want to exaggerate. It's, uh, 14. Is that an example? 100. 14. Nope, 100. Just 14. 1,400 people. Between 13 and 15. <laughs> that was a Cornejo, Logan Geiger, Chris X today, Eric Hartz, Her- Eric Solomon, Hans Olo, Andy Nguyen, Sean <laughs> Michael Colon, Dan Byerly, Michael Downerchan, uh, King of uh, Jason, on the Mike podcast, Steve Lutz, and Tim Drake. Though all those people liked <laughs> Jesus our Christ. call to action. So guys, figure it the fuck out next time. All right. <laughs> Oh God, Neil's got those heavy. goddamn. Uh, all right, what? I walked up this this morning and and Neil was wearing his his sailor uh, the beanie and a, a red plaid shirt, and I said, "You look like an indie rock. What did I call it? Indie rock fuel tanker uh, yeah. member, crew member, or uh, freight freight." And look at like, but also cash. Can you remember a time where that was where, where he was wearing anything different? <laughs> Well, just that the, he had the hair coming out, and it was kind of coming over one eye a little bit, yeah. like the the long bangs. So, but no, yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe he looks like he got a promotion. Like now he's the uh, boatswain, fuel boatswain. tanker oberst. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, that's funny. What if you wore a pilot's uniform? Then we could call you Con Air Oberst. <laughs> Okay, writing that down. <laughs> well, that's that's see that you can look forward bending. to that on my Twitter. You know what? I'm tweeting Conair Oberst right now. You know, like you gotta have the con part in there. Like I'm writing con. like a handcuffed pilot or something. You know what I mean? Oh, if you put too much work into it, then you start to expect likes. I yeah. know I'm getting nothing yeah. on here. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> but like, the nihilism what makes it of Twitter air is my point. Oh, nothing makes it. You just read it and laugh. And if you don't, you don't like it. So no one reads it. No one laughs. No one likes it. I'm just Life writing continues. down Dave's Guide to Humor. Oh, boy. Um, guys, we... Hey, do you want to hear a little bit of one of those bands that uh, uh, Drew mentioned? Uh, no. Play a band I like. Well, we can do that. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, Jonah said we were going to save his band for the end, but we didn't. Uh, well, that's when we thought it was seven minutes. It was only a minute thirty, a dollar thirty, as we $1. like. A dollar thirty, guys. Let's talk about the dollop. Oh hey, man, I love that show. Do you want to talk about uh, deregulation and how it's ruined? Uh, never mind. Oh, do you talk about that Wells Fargo episode? That and then there's a couple of. Wait, is your episode pro or against 
Wells, Wells Fargo. Fargo. Uh, it's 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 as Highly against I c- it's as against as I can get while they still own the note on my credit card. Sure, I don't want I don't want to get that interest rate hike because I wasn't a patriotic Wells Fargo. Get out of there! The amount of yeah. crazy stuff they've done. Oh God! It's and then uh, just moved on. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, the, we'll we'll turn this into an actual plug because it enraged me. Um, and I am working to get my money out of there, but uh. Check out the episode of uh, The Dollop on Wells Fargo. I think it's two or three weeks old now. Yeah. Um, All Things Comedy Network. Yeah, that doesn't really... You just type in The Dollop. Nobody knows what networks are. Um, I suppose so. Uh, it, is, it is great, and uh, it really uh, pisses you off uh, quite a bit. And uh, they call for a particular ballot measure, but that all happened yesterday, so... Uh, there's nothing we can do about that particular one, but uh, if you don't live in California, you can arrange to try and do the same thing. It's a it's a really smart way of controlling our money in the future. Uh, that's not uh, something we want to get into now. Neil's drinking some Gatorade. Dave it looks like piss. Has uh, what Gatorade doesn't look like piss? The one that looks like argument. blood cum. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't look like blood cum. It, it when it when you taste it, you're like, this is what blood cum would taste like. Oh, well, so tastes this, like blood cum. This would. This would be like an intense, like someone on an intense uh, uh, vitamin regime. It, it does. Yeah. It's a little green. It 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 doesn't have the normal Gatorade look though. It definitely has a. It's because like, Gatorade flows smooth. <laughs> it only tastes like Gatorade. <laughs> I can't, uh, You're like, oh, that Gatorade looks more like piss than regular Gatorade. What's it called? Oh, it's called Gatorade Flow. Hey, Gatorade is from where the fest is from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Florida. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a, a guy invented it because it uh, electrolytes, which is just salt. Uh, uh, he realized that like players were cramping up, so he made salty water. Yeah, we all saw the ad from four years ago. Um, did we? I, guess I didn't did. have a TV four years ago. Oh man, you have really turned your life around. Um, <laughs> you know, Neil's got thirteen TVs now. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, did the university get a piece of that? Like, if you develop... On their property? Well, if you develop while you're working for them, and you're like, hey, I just created Gatorade, this huge fucking brand, like, does the university be like, well, we're going to put a plaque up, and that's all we want? Or, or it's like, no, we fucking paid for you to research this. Oh, a huge, awful university versus a huge, awful corporation? I think they both probably made out fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the guy that actually came up with it is... Uh, Sucking pickles. <laughs> you know, Jay Larson has a bit about knowing the son of the guy who invented Gatorade. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that guy's really funny. Hit the motherfucking Google it, dog. Just Drop looking please. at this. Three, Three two, two, one, and. Oh, oh yeah, I took the input thing out. Yeah. yeah you don't have to change that. Well, that's the kind of quality you've come to expect from. <sighs> Jonah. Hey, can I say that Radio. I was driving in the highway, down the highway with Alexis, and we saw a car that Great. had a license plate that said Max Fun. Oh, wow. And we pulled up next to it, and it was Jesse Thorne. I hope so. I hope. <laughs> because we were at the Randy Newman show, which I heard him plugging on his podcast. I think if you hold the Randy Newman show, Jesse just appears. Like, right. Yeah, like he's just there. And but he's he like, had oh, Randy Newman again, on as a guest. Him. And I listened to it to get excited for the Randy Newman show, uh-huh. which is the most NPR series of events <laughs> you can do. Uh, and I told Alexis, I was like, yo, I bet Jesse Thorne is at this Randy Newman show. And he's going to be about six inches taller than everyone else. And 
beardier than everyone else. Right. I was like, I bet I can see him from our seats no matter what. Or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, boom, there he is. And then I went to talk to him and a security guard put his hand on my chest and said I couldn't go into that section. Oh, you think that was dear. Jesse's security or was that part of the venue? <laughs> Personal security. Uh, the these are for people who know Mr. Newman. No, uh, <laughs> but then I walked by him by looking over his shoulder and fake waving at someone. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, the security guard or Jesse? No, I waved at just someone in the distance. I went, "Oh, yo!" And then I just like walked by him, and it was fine. Uh, but I didn't go up to Jesse because he was talking to someone. I was being polite. Oh, but nice. then I saw him on the highway, and I didn't wave at him that time. Boy, <laughs> well, it, it, it if you really get to know Dave and how much he loves waving, you'll realize what a sacrifice that was. You bet. I'm a slave to the wave. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like Dodger bleachers t-shirts. <laughs> My uncle who's a vampire has a shirt that says five finger this count. It's only got one hand? What is he into sexually? Stuff. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, this should be a great time for us to uh, thank all of our supporters, which we uh, did. Supporter. No, we did. Uh, we we after the fun drive, we were like, okay, so f- good. People are listening and gave us a couple couple bucks, uh, and uh, we should be doing it every time. And I realized that because I'm trying to be more grateful about things. So uh, thanks to all the listeners. We got some stuff coming to you uh, in the future. It's not gonna arrive to you. We're just gonna talk about you more <laughs> because uh, that's what a good person should do. When I pointed to you, I meant play music, not uh, fumble through emotions. I want to do a new thing where you put your I voted sticker in the middle of your palm and you wave, and that's called the high voted. Hi, voted. See, this is what happens when we give Dave the the, the, the drop thing. It's It's like he's he's, he's moving through. (laughs) It's pre noon. (laughs) Like, Like, we need a drop to counter that, but neither of us have it. It's almost not pre noon. And that's skirt again, walking the line. You want to talk about walk hard? I made walk hard jokes <laughs> in the Johnny Cash Museum in Nashville. <laughs> I asked the, at, the, at the cafe if they could put some cocaine in my drink. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many other like parody locations you can go to. Also, fun fact after thinking about how great walk hard is that everyone's doing now is walk hard. Mm hmm. $29 million budget. Mm-hmm. Walk the Line, mm-hmm. $17 million budget. <laughs> wow. Walk the Line made $131 million. Uh-huh. Walk Hard made $18 million. Oh, no. Gigantic loss versus gigantic profit. Yeah. And the wrong movie got the huge budget. But let's be honest. Walk Hard's the fucking best. Yeah. Right? It's, super yeah it's better the than Doors Walk the Line. Period, the Jim Morrison period and Walk Hard. I love the Bob Dylan Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the song about short people. The Randy Newman song about short people? Let me, huh? Midget man. Oh, yes. Um, how are we doing time-wise? Have we provided the people with enough There's always entertainment time to talk content, about walk hard. content you, you on our the, Sunday morning? The, you you the, see the, the break Sabbath stuff during the, the show and then the interesting stories during the break. Sorry? Yeah, we're good. You want to play a song? Um... What story during the break did I throw out? Uh, I don't know. Before we started, there was some great stuff. Well, I was just doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah, no, in between. 
Like the, the in between push ups? Oh, no. whoa, Conair Oberst is blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> it is not part of the zero like committee. Whoa, I got a like from Alex Pardee. Oh, Shout out to Alex one. Pardee. I want to meet you. <laughs> I hear he goes to sketch party the weeks I don't go to sketch party. Oh, really? Yeah. I spotted him across the a bar a while ago. Uh, and I, I said, I know that guy. I know that guy. Why do I know that guy? Yeah, that's the problem with the internet. Oh, my God. Guys, <laughs> is this live streaming? No. Mm, no. I don't know what to do here. I've but never had so you should So you should see an uptick in likes on that on Wednesday when this comes out. Oh, I fucking believe it. Guys, let's give him the Jonah Ray's not here bump. Jonah Radio bump. <laughs> oh, we'll, we can retweet. We can retweet, but I, I feel like that would be cheating on this. I feel no. like letting people know they can retweet is a big service. Guys, you can retweet. Guys. No, I'm saying that the Jonah Radio account with our yeah. 12 followers can retweet. Um, <laughs> Catch you 12 more. So when I, when I said, let's, let's play a song, what happened with that? Yeah, so we, we're good. Like, this is the final business, right? Uh, no. Play a song. We'll come back. We've been here for an hour and a half. All right, fine. But we still have two more songs. I, we don't like we're under no obligation to play anything. So I prepared a song. Yeah, yeah. I know, but that I'm gonna saying that should be our final song. Do you want? I also prepared ten minute monologues about pinball and hockey. Do you just want to go smoke? No. Oh. I, but uh, but how we've got we're good on time. We can wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you look so pained right now. I. I well, fear for I, I, your emotions. The, the con- How are you doing? The conversation we we had was like, I have a couple of songs, and then I have one, and then we're gonna do those, and then it. Oh right, we got Chris's thing. Yeah. Should we do it next week, or is it like time sensitive? I mean, uh, you were on the email. I didn't read it though. It was like fucking a million words. I'm just going forward. Um, yeah, we 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 need to. Do something different. That's very vague. It is very vague. Do you want to microphone up me doing push-ups? <laughs> I don't think. I think that. I feel like that would be. Well, set up, set up Chris's thing and, and play that, and then we'll come back and do Dave's song. Uh, well, I'm sure everyone's making it through this waffling. Oh my god! You shut down the internet? Yes, I did. I think my tweet might have shut down the internet. <laughs> that's that's true. Did it break the internet? I mean, we're almost at W Digi's. Uh, oh my uh, god! Uh, almost. <laughs> my my, I had, a, a, I had a, know, it's on. I had a big, um, big one this week when somebody was was saying. Um, oh, I had a big one. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a good little <laughs> nugget for a drop. Ooh, I had a big one this week. <laughs> the uh, somebody was saying like, oh, I shut down a, a fascist interview by walking up to where they were getting interviewed and cursing into the mic. I was like that. That sucks. Just go up and sing a Beatles song. Like they can't. They they literally like the news may play it once, but after that, it's gonna get copyright takedown everywhere. Like that's the literally like the first thing that they taught uh, YouTube and all those algorithms to search for is like somebody's using a Beatles song in, uh, without licensing it. Oh, they cannot use that. So wait, not just sing it, but to go up with like a boombox and play it. So, uh, no, singing it too. No, you don't I think have... you would have to play it from the track. No, this it's it's. Uh, they... Is it that? Yes. Fucking tuned? Yeah. Because nah, you can sing it too nah, slow, nah. too fast. 
What if you just saying? But it's still it's still the publishing. It's still it's still um, that they they wow. will shut you down. How about that? Software, and it's much everybody. much nicer. Like singing. I'm about so, to do a Sean a, Lennon poster. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. close. Uh, it's it's the best you can do. And I, I responded to some uh, somebody online with that, and I got all sorts of likes. And people are like, "Oh, you should do this." And I was like. I learned it from Pendulette. That's what Pendulette used to do on The Apprentice, when oh, really? when they didn't uh, when he was like they they were like were trying to set them up for like a confrontation. And he's like, I don't want to be here, so he just starts singing "Hey Jude," and literally like he'd watch all the ca- all the producers would go like down down, and they'd all put their cameras down and cut because they're like, there's no way we can use it because especially like the the cop copyright notice is one thing, but when you're making a television show and you yeah. have to license it, they're like, oh yeah, that's just. We're never going to be able to afford it. We have to pay the estate of Michael Jackson a million dollars to do this. Yeah, um, easy. Yeah, it's not. It's for some reason it's not showing up. Uh, so speaking of the Beatles, um, I got my hot spot on. Uh, do you password penis fart? Oh, I don't want to have to bleep that out. Why? You are. Last week you almost said it. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't keep it on. It's not like anyone's going to go, hey, that's the guy that I... Well, wouldn't you like to think that you provide a service of free internet for anyone who knows that? no, no one knows where I am. New Jonah Radio benefits. If you walk up to Neil and ask to use the internet, he has to let you. No, I won't, because it'll be turned off and you won't be able to see... No, you're an internet vampire. Yeah, well, no, I'm an internet... I have to uh, be asked the password. (laughs) God damn it. It's... I don't know why it's not showing up. Also, if I find it's not working, I'll just change it, but... Penis fart. There you go. Do you nope. have to say it out loud? No, penis no, no. I, I, it it you isn't popping up. you have voice text working on your passwords? You guys hear Mr. Feeney? Oh, yeah. He, uh, did something cool? Yeah. He, I don't even shot read the at a neighbor or something like headline. that? What, yeah, I heard he shot a cop. What? <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. That's who's neither Mr. cool Feeney? nor what Mr. Feeney did. Mr. Feeney is from Boy Meets World. Oh, I don't know that show. I just it was wish a, I could go on podcast and within the last minute just mumble out some rumors. <laughs> You've just done it. Oh, boy. It's great. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, let's just play Dave's track and we'll, we'll get out of here because uh, the friend friend of the show... Uh, this is not Dave's track for the, for the record. Uh, friend of the show, Mr... It's Pantera. Chris Holmes. Yeah. Mr. Chris Holmes. Good good call. Released a record 21 years ago. Um, The album is called Dan Loves Patty. It's under the name Yum Yum. Uh, It's on Omnivore. It's coming out now. I don't have uh, the internet, so I can't play you some, but we will play you some. But uh, Chris Holmes, uh, who has been on the podcast a couple of times um, and is one of the most interesting men that Lance Bangs knows. And Lance Bangs knows a lot of interesting people. Yeah. so check that out. But what are we? Uh, what do? What are we gonna play from Dave's past history, Neil? Uh, I think there's a person better suited to tell us about that yeah. in the room. Dave, what are we gonna play from Neil's <laughs> past history? This is arguably in my top. An argument I would only have with myself. Top mm-hmm. ten favorite bands. Band called Malady, and Chris Taylor, the singer of Page Ninety Nine, is also the singer of this band. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite song with them called tongue like a serpent and what's your affiliation did you do artwork for them nope i have no affiliation with them uh i got to meet chris uh he's a great artist he did the all the art for page 99 he's done pig destroyer just an envy poster uh he's on instagram as chris crude but it's c-r-i-s 
mm-hmm. crude, and uh, he's real great, and he's a singer. And I found that out later uh, that he was a singer of this band, and it blew my mind. And I listen, I, every phone iteration I've ever had, this is the only album I've had on my phone. Nice. Yeah. Malady. Wow. Malady. Malady. And I asked him if I could play this. He said yes. Cool. Super cool. <laughs> well, so thanks for it. listening to this. Uh, we're going to have a meeting after this. <laughs> are we? Yes, we are. I'm going to get a talking to? No, Davis. Oh, geez. who's Davis? Davis. Uh, Quick check in on the tweet. Here we go. All right, let's get let's get some let's get some numbers before we go go to black. All right, a few minutes ago I was at eight, and now a few minutes later I am at eight. All right, so no change. <laughs> we have plateaued. Do do we want to shout out the rest uh, of the people who liked it? Yeah, well, Ben Sears liked it, so uh-huh. that's a hot that's a hot ticket right there. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. That's it. Sweet. All right, we'll give you that Jonah Radio Twitter account bounce. All right, I'm also going to start a podcast called Plugs at the Top, which is just a three-minute <laughs> podcast where people plug their stuff, and then it cuts to black. There's, there's a few places um, to do that. Thank you for all the supporters that give us money every month. Thank you, uh, listeners uh, who don't support, because... You know, keep those numbers up. Make us look good in front of Jesse Thorne so we can keep going to those Randy Newman concerts. Um, and uh, if you want to submit music, if you don't know by now, you should. Email us at jonahradio, J-O-N-A-H-R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Uh, we'll do some more cold listens and uh, won't judge you. So <laughs> come at us. Uh, and, uh, well, we're all on our phones, and I'll uh, <laughs> close this out with Malady, Tongue Like a Serpent, dicka, dicka. via Dave Clock.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.